Name it in. Give me a name of a Republican House member or Republican senator who says defund the FBI. Please name names. I can name you a boatload of Democrats who have been talking about defund the police or reimagining the police or who wants to redirect funds to the police for youth programs. By the way, think about that. Democrats are wonderful at addressing the symptoms of things they cause. Why would you need youth programs if it weren't for the complete decimation of the black family because of the welfare state? Did we need youth programs in the 40s when Tom Sowell and Walter Williams tell me uh, one grew up in East Harlem, Tom Sowell, one grew up in Philadelphia, or not Sunday night? People go outside and sleep on their lawns or sleep on park benches without fear they'd be mugged or robbed by their grandchildren. Why? Because there were families, fathers in the house. So you have the welfare state and incentivizes women to marry the government and men to abandon their financial responsibilities. And you have a bunch of kids running around angry, many of them are criminally involved in criminal activities. And then you want youth programs to deal with the cause, the symptoms of something that you caused which is a decimation of a nuclear impact family, but I digress. Democrats, they were not Democrats scaling walls on January the 6th when I was at the Capitol. They weren't the ones outside scaling walls. Um, Democrats didn't kill police officers. That came... Uh, no police officers killed on January 6th. She became a little bit The woman at the Babbitt was killed by a police officer. She was unarmed. By the way, we didn't know the name of the police officer for months. Turns out he was a black officer, killed an unarmed white man. At the hands of those that felt like that uh, their their candidate should be the president of the United States. So, um, so defund the police is not the issue. Now, notice on the monster, nothing at all about her assertion uh, that defund police caused massive rapes, massive attacks, massive deaths. You know what I'm saying? Of children and adults. That's what defunding the police did. What did Larry Elder just break down? Right? The destruction of the nuclear family. You will find as a black man, if you are a straight black male listening to me, or even a trans or, or LBGTQ black male listening to me, these people don't want to repair your society. Furthermore, once they're finished using you as a political pawn and a political puppet to run in the streets as their neo-KKK um they will then remove you because to them, you're silly. China said it himself, the Xi Ping said himself, you're silly. Now, not that what you're doing is silly or how you live is silly, is that we understand how to program you into becoming a single generational society. What, what do other countries believe you are? as a single generational society. It's like you're about to be replaced. And the, the thought that black people might have that they will be the ones to rise in the face of this and get some form of reparations. Well, currently you're already outnumbered. This is a numbers motherfucking game. All right, so let's break it down. BLM, ADOS. They're the ones who've been working mostly to remove cisgendered privilege. If you even understand the hierarchy of ADOS movement, it's to remove cisgendered or straight male privilege. You know what I'm saying? Tone Talks is not bigger than Yvette Cornell at this point in time. Right? This is what we're seeing. And 
Nobody wants to address what Tariq Nasheed said. Furthermore, there was a split on the reparations argument when Tariq Nasheed said, you're just going to give mothers, single, single mothers um, reparations? Like, does that make sense? Even if it's, see, and people want to segregate black American from Caribbean American because they believe we want some of the money. It's like, don't you understand that money don't exist no more? These people come online with a single, a single um, request every time, every time. We just want reparations. We just want reparations. That's all they ask for, free money, right? These are the generations of 50 Cent Son. Right? I think 50 Cent said it best. I think 50 Cent said it best. These people don't want to want repair. They want money. They don't want repair. When I say I want repair, I mean as I want to repair of the nuclear family. I want to repair of the, the legacy. I want a, a repair of the end of kind of divorce so that we can provide legacy for our children. You know what I'm saying? I want to repair of the, the broken marital system, the broken school system. Whereby you're taught more that you're, you're unfairly treated and you're already at a detriment or somebody is better than you. And you think this isn't a problem? See, I remember a time when black man and black woman walked hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? I remember that time. And the time I see now isn't that. The time I see now was by the black woman and the trans black male or black, um, I guess, whatever they want to call themselves, but I don't want to disrespect you because to call you a trans woman, right, would be like an insult to you. That's only to placate you in public, whereby when you go home, you know you, you can't have babies. You know whatever you have is put on. I don't want to, I don't want to insult you as a, as a human being and as a man that God made you as. That's plain and simple facts. If you want other people to insult you and insult your intelligence, fine. I, I believe it will encourage your suicide. Anyway, they listen to them. All women listen to the trans male. They instruct them how to how to get along with the men. They they listen to the lesbian who tell us how to run for the reparations and, and how to run in the streets and, and how to say, oh, we need abortions. We need the right to kill our children. And when I talk to other people who speak about reparations, about the abortions, you know what they tell me? Oh, that's a clump of cells. That's a life, though. Were you not once a clump of cells? If that clump of cells had stayed inside the womb for nine months, would it not have been a, become a baby and then grow up to become a, a black man or a woman? However, you want access to, to modify the children's mentality. And now in some states, they're trying to fight whereby the parent, if he doesn't acknowledge the, the gender that has been imprinted upon that child through school and, 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 and basic, um, let's say you get a star for wearing a dress, you know? So these people want to own your children, motherfucker. And these black men that I'll be talking to, why y'all be sounding like pussies? Oh, you think, you think it's not a debt old? Yeah, well, if it is a debt old, let's go through the books. Our cousins and all that were getting killed for like 1,100 years before... Whites even went there for us. Let's let's start with that some of that money. Let's start with some of the Mansa Musa money. You know what I'm saying? Let's start with some of the Shaka Zulu cash. You know? Where that at? Where that at? 
And y'all don't even understand, right? Y'all talk about y'all did things for blacks. You were used. Martin Luther King used you. But when I say that, it's a problem. You don't want to address the root. Because nobody wants to go into the fact that they've been scammed for so many years. Do you even think that 1966 sounds like a good motherfucking year? Like, we're surrounded by people who are forced not to critically think. You know what I'm saying? You know, just now I, just, I was hanging at the spot. Yo, kids were playing. White kids were black kids. Parents getting along. And... Y'all think, like, because you're a different color, there's a different perception. The perception only comes upon your character, you know, and how you carry yourself. But all these old slave stories that these old beaten men are telling us, like, why would I listen to an old beaten man? Negro, I work. My friends work. We get what we, we we need to get. The problem is a lot of y'all got tricked into going into college debt. But see, y'all don't even want to sue the colleges. You got tricked for two years on COVID. But y'all don't want to say nothing to the corporations, though. Not the media houses. None of them. How, how are you not vaginas at this point in time? How are you not weak and beaten men by a corporate entity that are unwilling to address the true root of your problems? The amount of money that the media puts into this old color and race thing and division shit, why didn't they break off some of the community some money? Or are you just good for ratings? You know what I'm saying? Reparations is a motherfucking joke. And Negroes are still talk about this one, this one point um, policy as if it's going to be the, the end to all their problems. Um, I was just watching this thing the other day. I mean, this morning about this woman. She has $750,000 she got from a lawsuit, a wrongful lawsuit, and now she's broke, and she's looking to sue the same person again, Free R. Kelly, right? We're seeing these, that, that's not going to help you, and when the full distribution is done, it's going to cost maybe, what, $1,000 for a piece of chicken? Hmm? Oh, I have people around me that we know how to get this money popping. How are you going to get money popping when you're getting invaded? And not only are you getting invaded, but you're also getting cajoled into fighting against the person who works next to you. Like, a lot of people don't even want to acknowledge that these are the same people that fought the World War. These are the same people that, you know, consistently, supposedly defended the country that allowed you to have these rights. There's a reason why I took about 40, 50, 60 years for them to even get this far. It's about 80 years in the making since the Federal Reserve Bank was taken over by J.P. Morgan and the guy from Hershey. And people want to tell me, oh, you don't know the history. I know too much of the motherfucking history. I'm tired of it. Furthermore, I know so much of the history to realize that some other history cross-references, cross, um, crosses that, and most of our history is bullshit, made to aggrandize us and flatter us. But you still think these people on these talking heads on TV if they really cared about reparations, where is their charity to the black nation? Where is, where is the situation where they took that $400 million from BLM and started giving it out to the neighborhoods? And you think this motherfucker who called your children roaches will stand up for you? You elected a motherfucker that called you roaches 
and says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You know? You can call this a rant or whatever, whatever you want to call it, if, if anybody listens to this. But I want my black man to stop begging. Stop begging at the hand of a fucking abusive fucking master. That's how I see it. I'm first generation American. As was Malcolm X. As Marcus Garvey wasn't even a fucking American. But y'all still heal him. Right? Farrakhan. He's West Indian. Where's the smoke? Where's the smoke? You know? And as soon as a black man wakes up and says, you know what? This is sheep mine. Let me study it. Because if people really cared about reparations, they would have done a reparations plan that would look that would look as though it might repair our nation. I haven't seen a reparations plan as concise as the Platinum Plus plan yet that was spearheaded with Donald Trump and Ice Cube. I haven't seen it. Can you show me it? I heard the Lift Every Voice plan, which y'all got nothing. I see Ukraine had a plan. They got a lot. I see the, the, the people over the border, yo, they're getting free rent. While y'all facing mortgages collapsing and, you know what I'm saying, being kicked out of your homes. How long are you going to be slaves to this, this society, this corporation? You know, you're weak. The women now run you. And not at a time when the women don't follow the trends. So you can't even be the man. None of these women that are speaking for you to go and fight and get fire rage to go and get reparations will ever submit to you. And once they ever get reparations, brother, they will never choose a black man ever again in their life. I, I will bet money on that. I will bet you money on that. Furthermore, I'm going to show you what's going to happen if reparations ever do come. It's going to be a race to see who can con the best. The race to see who can hustle the best. The race to see who can bring in the most dope. Whichever race want to get, get at it. Because you're not even addressing your true predators. And it's weakness. It's weakness. Where's the men at? Where's the American men that we used to look up to back in the days? You know, this is why I like Larry Elder. This is why I like Jesse Lee Peterson. This is why I like men who actually don't give a fuck about how you feel. You're talking bullshit. You're making up history to make yourself feel bad. Make everybody else feel bad. Like, oh, he's a victim. Let me let me get this victim. You know what, what real victims look like in the streets? Homeless men who don't get a cent. And nobody cares. That were never able to even create a family. Or be able to maintain a family. So now you encourage your your replacements inside your societies. You encourage that. You allow your votes to be adjudicated. I know. I know that's what happened. I'm not dumb. Nobody's dumb. They said it in between the news that the ballots were adjudicated if they weren't totally filled out. But nobody wants to address that. Nobody wants to address what Tariq Nasheed said. If you give all these single mothers money, I mean, are we not seeing a lot of single mothers with money already? What the black man don't understand is that the woman is in love with the government. The woman. 
the woman is in love with independence or quote unquote independence in a lifetime of a hot girl summer. They want to be the slave masters over you. You know, there's a mix of color purple in there. And the sad thing about it is that those who they align with or the trans organizations, they will have more power than them because it's really their fight. It's not to help women. How does it help women to keep a man away? How does it help women to keep a husband away? How does it help the kids? But nobody cares because nobody cares about the black children. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, people can say what they want. They have to actually bring facts. And when you find they cannot bring facts, like nobody's ever going to jump in this here. And somebody's saying, yo, you love slavery. Motherfuckers, you love slavery. You talk about it every five minutes. You never experienced it. You're not, you're not jumping out for the people out in Ghana right now, them kids out in Ghana. You're not jumping out for the Uyghurs. You know what I'm saying? No, I just want my claims. They claim to what? The Native Americans, they think their claim is bigger than yours. Furthermore, they call for sorry, $176 billion. And y'all turned down $500 billion with a platinum plan. And they think that us listening to these dumb motherfuckers is still smart. These beggars who, who run in the streets at the behest of alphabet community. Are you for real? Like, all men are going to have to rise, man. I want to say big up to my boy EJ. Um, I know he was going through some things the other day, man. So I just, I was just like, yo, just take yourself away from it. You know what I'm saying? Work on yourself. Work on a few things. And just pull away from all that for a minute, man. Because you got to get your mind right. You know, you're a young man. You should be pulling in mad chicks. You shouldn't have to be worried about one. You know what I'm saying? Or well, a lot of these women out here are going to require all protection. No, no reparations plan that you have put forward is going to provide that. No reparations plan that you have put forward is going to repair the nuclear family. It's going to make things better for the future generations. Except probably get them some more Jordans. And you think it's smart. I'm tired of these black wannabe victims trying to speak for me. That's why I'm on here in the first place. It's like all these people always crying. Stop speaking for me. Let's have a debate on it. But don't speak for me. Let's speak on it. Let's go over the points. And the thing is, they can't argue the points, so they always come with an ad, hom- ad hominems. And it's like, are you for real? You're getting dragged along. The people have the House, Senate, and the fucking presidency. Why are you still asking for reparations? You should have done had it. You should have got the fucking migrant deal, the illegal migrant deal. You should have got the illegal alien deal. Why you ain't get that joint? You ain't, you ain't even good enough to get that shit. You ain't even smart enough to get that shit. Furthermore, you don't even have the balls to address your own black predators within your society. You become a pussy-ass race of beggars and crybabies. And you think it's smart to follow women who now follow trans. They don't follow you. I can't even have a conversation with a man without some bitch jumping in, talking some bullshit. Asking me stupid questions. What have the um, black people from other countries done for black Americans? I know Africans that hire Americans. 
I know people that have worked with Americans as well, and they say they've gotten ganked, they've gotten robbed, some of them have gotten kidnapped. Some of them, some of them just be like, yo, they don't even like to work. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not trained to work. When I was a kid, yo, from the age of five, I was working. Now I see all these lazy, fucking snobby ass motherfuckers trying to speak for me on reparations. Most of these people on here to be talking about reparations too. If you ever notice it, they be having dough. If you ever notice it, these motherfuckers got cash, yo. And they're trying to run us. They're trying to be like, oh, I'm the smartest one in the room. You need to follow me because everybody wants to lead you. I don't want, I don't want to fucking lead you. I just want to lead you to truth. Motherfucker, reparations, they using you. It's a joke. They don't care nothing about you. They don't care nothing about you. They don't care nothing about no black man. We saw this shit with Michael Jackson, fucking Sam Cooke, um, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. I mean, the same shit over and over again. You going to let people just, you going to just jump into the motherfucking lynch? You lynch your own? You remove the father from the home, 70% single mother rate? And you think it's smart? How you going to allot the money? How you going to check the, um... The, the the relations in the database for the um thing. Furthermore, do you even think that it's smart to be taking money from a motherfucker who is now just waiting for midterms to be over to continue shutting down the oil and shutting down the farms and shutting down your distributions, your distribution chains? You know? These are single point people. All they're going for, reparations, reparations. You still crying for it, motherfucker? You got the House, Senate, and the presidency. Shut up. Where that? You got a black VP, supposedly. Her father's an Indian. And y'all think it's smart. I'm just, you, you, you want us to cheer for Katanji. Like I said in the other um, conversation with my, my sister Toka. You want us to cheer for Katanji, but she don't even know what the fuck a woman is. That's a sign of the times. That's just showing me right there. Um, this shit's about to get real, real crazy, real quick. And if you ain't ready for this, yo, you ain't ready for for the rebirth of slavery, or if you don't understand what slavery was really about, and that Luciferianism is slavery is a tenet of Luciferianism, then you kind of slow the game, and you're trying to drag me down the road with you because you yourself are a motherfucking slow ass individual. It just feels like I. Where's the reason? You know. Where's the conscious thought? Just gonna let people take advantage of you? Like I said, man, if the black woman gets reparations on her own and she she's allowed to successfully marry the government for life, she ain't gonna need she won't need another nigga never. She ain't gonna want to see you ever again in your life, brother. Ain't, don't come around and see Bobby. Furthermore, there wouldn't even be no Bobby. She don't even want to have sex with you no more. She'll you she'll call you a munch. You know what I'm saying? Look at the people who are speaking up for you on this reparations thing. They don't even speak about repair. How are you going to repair? How are you going to beg for reparations when, when I, I tell this person, we need more reparations for the COVID hoax, which is immediate. And you know, that's, that's a, a route we could check right now. There's multiple corporations, multiple mass media that was involved in this shit. You know what I'm saying? People are dying from the shock. And, and people gonna have the nerve to tell me this person who's supposed to be so pro-black and pro-strong and, and strong, independent female gonna have the nerve to tell me I don't I don't agree with getting reparations for COVID. 
Huh? Then you a pussy then. And y'all are run by y'all are run by the pussies. Y'all are run by pussies. And y'all think it's smart. You know what happens when other people look at you and see that you are run by pussies? You get wiped out. What other what other race says that they man ain't shit? And, and that's not just American. Believe me on that shit. That shit ain't just American. I talked to a girl the other day. She told me, I said, why you ain't with your ex? She told me straight, oh, men ain't shit. Really? I don't want your number no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, you gonna let these people drag you in the well for what? For what? Nothing they're saying is helping you get a better job. Furthermore, they're telling you that the job you have is slave work. We built this motherfucker. We need all of it. What do you think the Native Americans think? They just watching you from the sidelines like, mm-hmm. You're a little small community. We're 70 million, you're 40 million. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. There's a reason why there's not that many Latinos on TV talking all this shit. Or Native Americans on TV talking all this shit. They run it from the back from the background. And y'all think it's like a joke. Ain't it? I don't know. I don't know if maybe they all running it from the background or not. But at the end of the day, it's all a Luciferian agenda. You already know it's attrition. They're going to kill many of you before they kill many of who you think is your enemy. And then they'll sit back and laugh at you. If you were supposed to have reparations, you would have got it with the fucking illegal um, aliens. You would have got it alongside them Haitians. You would have got it alongside them Hondurans. You would have got it alongside them Afghan um, refugees, Afghanistan refugees. Right? You know the two major policies I ever heard for people who calling for reparations um, were? Bringing home Brittany Griner or Brett Griner and reparations. That's it. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. Which goes to show that they don't really give a fuck about you. How many of these people have been caught up in, in scams, hustles, cons? Next couple of weeks, right? Strong black man that ever listens to this. Next couple of weeks from now, there's going to be a false flag. Because they have to do something for the midterms to drum up the rage and make sure that the K, the new KK, the neo-KKK can run in the streets. Right? When that happens, you leave that shit alone, brother. Trust me, you leave that shit alone. They want you dead. If you don't recognize about now that you're tricked because you deserve to be tricked. I have a female that I was talking to, man. She keeps showing me this bathroom. Oh, I kind of like the image. You know what it means? I was like, we'll talk about it later, yo. Every time I talk to her about this bathroom, shit, she wants some stupid shit. And she's like, I, I was just like, I don't understand. I never thought I would see the day when so many blacks are calling for their own enslavement. You say, how you mean? What do you mean by that? I said, you're kind of slow. But don't worry, you're going to find out. You know what I'm saying? Once you the minority, is done. I don't care if you got, you got a little position right now as a black person and you think you're running some shit. Or you're running the mob and shit. And you got, you got people backing you and, shit and all that. Once you get what you think you want to get, your master will remove you. This is the chosen people race. This is the chosen race theory. 
right? Anyways, much love, man. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to get real. You know, nobody wants to get real about it. And the ADL really got their um. Oh shit! See, that's the thing, right? Once you start talking about, here we go. Dr. Khaled Muhammad exposes so-called Jews, part one. Egyptian and African mythology. 
hieroglyphics and from the many records that are still in Egypt. You say it's one thing for the so-called Jew to make claims and then have nothing to prove it. But we can find in the tombs, in the pyramids, in the dead, in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, uh, what you call it, the, uh, the book of the dead, text, the pyramid text. We have the concrete evidence that still exists that white scholars are digging up today. From the walls of the text of Egypt, still there for you to go and examine. Where it says in David's so-called song, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. You remember that. Right? Let's see where you got it from. The Egyptian god Horus was Lord as the leader of the flock and guardian of the fold, because he represented the first who rose again from the dead. Uh-oh. We even got a resurrection story here. We even have a virgin birth story in Osiris and who? Isis. And his mother, Isis. The first virgin birth story. And a resurrection story with Horus. Christianity, Judaism, and Islam got to go back black man and black woman. That is why we who follow the honorable Elijah Muhammad do not follow Arabs. When we say Islam, we mean the nature of the black man and black woman at a time when there were no religious labels. Our nature is what we're dealing with. There were not labels until this new people, white people, came on the planet 6,000 years ago. Then prophets started. Then you had to come up with books because the people that came from the caves and hills of Europe had a concupiscent nature, a reprobate mind, a natural inclination to go against everything that was natural. I understand what he's talking about there, right? Because I don't know if he went deep enough, but he's saying white people. But he doesn't say the Kazarian Mafia. He doesn't say the name stealers. See, you're a race that don't even understand who the fuck is out there. And they got people out there that will just tell you, hey, come on into my home, and they will steal your whole life. That's how I was back in the days. So you had to have books for them. Bible, Torah, Holy Quran. They have to read all the time. You have to take them through rituals, and they stand up in front of walls, and the Arabs bow down. You have to take them something to put them in check. Mm. Because their inclination was to rule everything at any cost. The Jews have never been a philanthropic, good-hearted, good-willed, fair-dealing people with black people. You help stop the slave trade. Take that back. You have to take them through rituals and they stand up in front of walls. And Y'all don't want to hear this shit. You have to take them something to put them in check. Because their inclination was to rule everything at any cost. The Jews have never been a philanthropic, good-hearted, good-willed, fair-dealing people with black people. You helped stop the slave trade. I'll hold that point. Don't let me forget it. I'll document it with three or four or five or six cops. Y'all don't have men like this no more, man. But the thing is, right, whenever that man gets to the stage, he understands the true enemy, y'all kill him. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. As soon as Kyle Muhammad understood, his enemy was not black and white. 
as soon as Malcolm X realized his enemy was not black and white, that his oppression came from many sides and most of the time his political influence. Pussy ass motherfuckers, man. Anybody ever listens to this, please just get us in. This is the most important speech I've ever heard in my life, yo, as a young man. Jews. The Spin Guard brothers, Joe 
Jew, a cousin in Boston. And he later resigned and then it went into weekly the hands of some blacks. So in answer to your question, any black organizations that Jews have primarily been in, they have and were in the controlling position because they control the money here. All right, I want to cover just, I'm just going to really jump in there. There's a thing Uncle Tom exposed. When the South understood that Dr. King was a Marxist, they ran him out of town. Yo, they had billboards all over. It was like, nah, avoid this, this dude. Because you know why? That's the true cooning. So to try to take over society so that you could then enslave the, the population is the true cooning. Continue. That's a rabbi. That's a rabbi. talking about this white supremacy bullshit. Let's check it. The most known and respected images of the airwaves are Walter Cronkite, Eric Severide, David Brickley, John Chancellor, Harry Reasoner, and Howard K. Smith. Only until very recently has a Jew been able to break into the elite anchor seat, and she is Barbara Walton, no more for her womanhood in a man's occupation, and for her $1 million salary than for her Jewishness. Stephen D. Isaac has pointed out. Able as they are, the Cronkites, Chancellors, and Smith have served as an emphasis for the historical accident that all three commercial networks grew up under brilliant Jews. The National 
can miss the back room privileges of the network. We can also look at the old camera influence, such as Elliot Abdel, or Abel, or Herbert Catmull, Mike Wallace, Sandra Vancouver, Howard Cosell, David Schoenbrunn, and others who carefully hide their Jewishness, which in effect makes their reporting seem more objective and impartial, especially when their subject matter is Jewish-related, Israel, Zionism, or Negroes. The major creator of today's ethnic programming has been Norman Lear. He is responsible for the most hideous and degrading programs and other views who back the network to be aired on a weekly basis. Miss Jefferson, Good Times, with the silly character JJ, who has no redeeming value at all. All he can do is a dynamite. Let us look at the print media since somebody screamed that it's a lie. Gary Sully, in his important book, The Kingdom and the Power, pulled the covers off of the New York Times and called the Times Jewish ownership the old shoot uh the old soup burger family to issue apologies for their Jewishness, New York Times. After all, to paraphrase Sully. The Times is owned by the Jews, edited by the Catholics, and read by the Protestants. The New York Times is without a doubt one of the most important papers in the Western world and is religiously read by government leaders and policy makers every day. The Times is not a layman's paper or a paper for blacks, but it goes out of its way to be labeled as a Jewish newspaper. But despite its conservative image, it is a critical yet unswerving supporter of Israel, Jewishism, Jewish concerns and Zionism. It goes on to say that the Washington Post. It goes on to deal with Newsweek. It goes on to deal with Time Magazine. It goes on to deal with their plans for the Jews throughout the media. Not only that, my last point is I gather myself. It's the unholy alliance that Israel has with South Africa. Don't tell me anything about you following Moses or you what God has taught you. You helped set up South Africa in its early stages. And if you push me, I'll give you the dates and the times I have it right here. And I'm not bluffing. R.I.P. Dr. Khaled Muhammad, yo. I figure eventually somebody's going to try to use this live against me, and I hope they listen to it. hope they understand that you was a quote-unquote, and I'm not even going to do that shit, as you was a straight male who was looking to start a family, and then that reparation is going to help you get a family? No. It's going to make the woman leave you alone. They will marry the state. They will castrate the men. And this is across the West. So ain't, this is why they want you divided and talk about this reparations bullshit. Because we in, we in the Caribbean, we could cl- clearly see castration and enslavement on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? Y'all out there still acting like the shit's Shangri-La. Y'all, we gonna get this money when money don't have no motherfucking worth. And who's leading most of these conversations? People who support Black Lives Matter. What is Black Lives Matter the main mantra? To fight cisgendered privilege. Y'all ain't wanna hear it. But much love to everybody who tuned in. You know what I'm saying? I hope this clears up for everybody that I ain't on the bullshit. I'm not a lazy brother. I'm not begging the government that now is seeking to castrate men and enslave them 
through medical um slavery and fake fake medical exams and tests and reports and you don't feel no way these motherfuckers been hiding the cure for cancer for like 80 years to 100 years you don't feel no way about that y'all dumb you don't feel no way about the fact that they stockpiling anti-radiation on medication right now you know you just getting let down the tunnel you don't feel no way that they make they can make a song saying they're coming for your children I think that's gonna be the best way in this year. Cause why y'all studying this fake fucking money? I'm gonna tell you what it's really about. I'm gonna show y'all what it's really about. Cause people don't see signs of the times. Because they getting paid not to see it. And I make that point blank clear. They're getting paid not to see it. A lot of these people are on here, they are paid. They are paid. Trust me. Trust me. There's no way you could be on here so long and so regularly without being paid. Because all these people talk about they have great jobs. They do this. They do that. They went to college. You know what I'm saying? Ain't none of them talking about they about to get evicted. Let me show y'all what this shit about, man. I'm going to end it on this, yo. On the realest. We are drumming the new generation of Americans to be fully embracing of diversity and inclusivity. And for the children, the people that support it are going to realize that this is going to be the grooming of the next generation. That's the whole goal is to make kids that aren't used to seeing something like me more comfortable with seeing it. No one's there to push an agenda on anyone. No one's there to um, persuade people or to recruit people. Who wants to be a drag queen when they grow up? You can be a drag queen superhero. Learn to love, learn to go face your face. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to
I can't even watch this shit, yo. And we have to warn you, ladies and gentlemen, if you've got young or impressionable children in your household, bring them to the screen, right? And we witnessed parents taking their children as young as two inside to take part. Talking, singing, and reading. We can both be grilled to an audience of preschoolers, toddlers, and their caregivers. Family programming. Love yes. We have just confirmed that a registered child sex offender has been reading to children at a Houston public library as part of its Drag Queen Story Hour. A media spokesperson for the library confirms one of those drag queens, Tatiana Malanina, is really Alberto Garza, a child sex offender. In 2008, he was convicted of assaltating an eight-year-old boy. This is Tatiana Malanina, my sister from Queens of the Week. People seem to walk away having a good time. I started young, right? I started young, right? We are drumming. If anybody wants to tell me that I'm not, like, for blacks, for the society, after hearing this, then really and truly you can suck a dick, yo. I don't give a fuck how you feel. If you ain't got no smoke for this shit, fuck you. Straight up. Straight up. That's where I stand. Respect. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. I am Van, and we are all the LFR family. Um, last night on Instagram, um, I believe I received a threat on my life. Uh, why am I smiling? Because what's the alternative? What's the alternative? I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to be fearful. Living in the darkness. Nah, I grew up in the darkness. I grew up in very, very, very bad situations. Man. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. God got me. God got me and my family. Because I lead with love and I expect to receive love in return. The young man that hit me up, apparently he must be going through something. I don't know what he's going through. And if you if you see this, matter of fact, I believe that you are looking at this. Um, my message to you is fall back. <laughs> fall back. All right. Um, as you saw very well, I don't have to do anything to you, man. And I don't want anything to happen to you at all, at all. Um, I want you to be okay for you and your family. I want you to do remarkable things. You look like you have to be what? Early 20s, something like that. Man, go on with your life, learn some things, be more involved in your community, keep striving for some greatness, and you're going to do some remarkable things. Well, coming at a family man, who leads with love, who put God and family first and country, bruh, you had the wrong target in sight, okay? I'm not a threat, all right? For everybody who missed it, this is what happened. Yesterday, um, a young man who calls himself Hella Lit on Instagram reached out to me and he had some things to say. First, he started off because he was upset that I he was upset that I posted a video um, about something happening in the news where um, 
Um, they're now about to start charging adults, charging parents. Um, if we don't affirm or we don't agree with our children, even at the young ages of seven, eight, and nine, if we don't agree with them after they walk into our bedroom and say, I'm a boy, but from today to here on out, I think I should be a girl. And if we don't agree with them, then we can be arrested. Charges can be pressed on um, can be, um, can be pressed on us and we can be taken away. Let me show you exactly what I'm talking about because so that you can have some context. And this is the only reason why I'm showing this is so you can have some context, okay? They think that parents have no right to know what your child is discussing with their teacher or their counselor. The Democratic Virginia delegate Elizabeth Guzman is a social worker, and she's planning on reintroducing a bill in Richmond that she says would help protect LGBTQ children from their parents and guardians who may not be affirming of their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. This is how we're going to push back. Her bill would expand the state's definition of child abuse and neglect to include parents who do not affirm their child's gender identity or sexual orientation. There is an investigation also in place that is not only, you know, from a social worker, but there is also a police investigation before we make the decision that there is going to be a CPS charge. They think the parent. All right, so. That woman who was speaking, Guzman, she's not, um, any sort of American. She just came on the boat. She got up in politics. She got the job. Now she's setting the rules for you. She will arrest you if you don't say your, your child is a, uh, whatever he wants to be. When I posted that, the young man um, saw that as a threat. <laughs> for some strange reason, he saw that as a threat. Now, here I am as an actual parent. I don't even think he has children. He looked, he looked way too young to have children. Look at his face. He looked extremely young. He might even have children, but I'm someone who raised a 25-year-old, um, walked her down the aisle. That's my baby girl. Um, but we had her when I was 19 and my, and my wife was uh, 18. We weren't married at the time. And we thought that we were going to be going to college together and, and doing all this other stuff. But we had to drop out early, but I had to make sure she went back so that she can complete her education because in the hood where I'm from, um, having a man in the home with the woman while raising children, it wasn't that common. I wanted to change that narrative. So I told her to go back to school uh, by any means possible. I would do the cooking. Um, I didn't care about that. I would get the kids. Like we Stand up brother, having his life threatened by a homosexual. And y'all will keep quiet for that shit. You know what I'm saying? These, these, y'all the fucking, when it comes down to it, right? A lot of time, y'all be calling people like me who support Republicans coons. But there's some coonery, yo. There's some fucking coonery. And buffoonery. And for those of you who still support Black Lives Matter,
turn shit up, you know, protest, you know, certain people's protest, certain people's riding, certain people's, uh, you know, organizing, you know, making moves. They would say, sit back too. Put it back, you know. I mean, we all put things on social media so the world can know, but they literally just sat down and tweeted the whole shit. But while they tweeted the whole shit, I mean, you know, white folk, black people ain't on Twitter. How many of y'all on Twitter? I don't know how many on White folks shit. So while they tweeting, they oh, I Darren Seals, white huh? folks, you know, they racist, they hide behind fake pages on Twitter talking shit, going back and forth, retweets, retweets, like a big ass show. You know, so you got a lot of people sending them money, trying to run up some stars, Oprah tweeting at uh all of that they calling her fucking I don't nobody know the fuck she is. She ain't the face of shit. Not even out there. When she came out there, she just sat there and tweeted. But you the face of Twitter. That's what I call it. But anyways, man. But how people don't understand Black Lives Matter as an organization? They think it's just a hashtag and people just saying, man, anytime white folks are part of it, they put it in the media. Something behind it. Believe it. I mean, you got Twitter, but you don't be on the motherfucker. I ain't never seen you on Twitter. I got Twitter too, but shit, who uses that shit for real? We use it for promo and shit like that, but we ain't even using no goddamn Twitter. Anyways, feel free to comment and, and you know, give y'all opinions on this whole Black Lives Matter bullshit. But anyways, Black Lives Matter is a bunch of computer nerds. First of all, them being gay, just, I don't got nothing. I don't got nothing against them because they get. I don't agree with the lifestyle of, of you know homosexuality, but I don't agree with a lot of shit people do. They don't got. I don't go. I'm not, I'm not gonna dislike you because you do some shit I don't like. I'm pretty sure I do shit people don't like. I don't agree with. It ain't healthy for me. And they hard. So we disagree on lifestyle. Disagree on lifestyles, but that ain't why. But they use that shit as a shield when they doing all this bullshit. They try to come say. Oh, he's just homophobic. He hates man. I don't fuck like he did her to a woman. Says man, it's just forever. Like, I don't agree with the lifestyle because I don't see the long term benefit of it. You can't just do it when you when you mess with a woman for the woman, a man for the man. That don't mean I hate you because I don't hate you for it. Homophobic, homophobia. I mean, you gotta be. A phobia is a fear. I don't. Anybody know me? No, I'm afraid of motherfuckers. Don't respect nobody. That's gay. But I'm afraid of that fuck. So they ain't about that, but they'll use that to distract people, make them people think like, oh, don't take what he's saying seriously because he just some homophobic thug nigga. He just, you know, angry. Oh, and the whole time they were doing this shit, I was telling everybody. I bitch smacked D Ray in front of everybody. Half the motherfuckers that's mad now took his side thing. I'm like, how y'all taking this man's side? Why taking this man's side? They try to run from office and all of that. The whole shit was a scheme, and I seen it. I seen it early, because I've been in St. Louis my whole life. Cops kill niggas every day. People die every day. day. Why all of a sudden, all these people coming like they like, like, pretend they care about it so much all of a sudden. It was my whole mentality, like, where the fuck y'all come from? Where all this fake love come from? You know what I mean? If you want to hear me for the media, I, I ain't taking serious. I don't give a who you was. Tyler Quali, any of the other motherfuckers. I really ain't take none of them seriously because at the end of the day, y'all came because it's me. End of the end of the story. The 
nothing. And the biggest problem is it's a lot of local people that sold out. They wanted that GoFundMe money. They wanted that grant money. It was all about money to them. When I went out there, man, like I told them from day one, I already got money. Like, you know what I mean? I got a great job. I got money saved up. I'm investing in businesses. I already had my paper straight before I got out there. So it was never about no money for me because I already got money. You can't, you can't buy my soul. Nigga. Like, I had money. I've been having money for years, man. I came from the streets. I know how to get money. I don't need to use my brain to get no goddamn money. And that's why to this day, his dad still fuck with me. His dad called him out of fact. I fucked Mike Brown saying two days ago, he wanted me to do something for him and his wife. And we just, matter of fact, we just had to sit uh, uh, a round table meeting with all the police chiefs. You know, I come cursing their ass, start snapping on them. I mean, Mike Brown, you know, we talked about it. Like, man, you see, now that the, now that the media circus is over, who's still by your side? Who's still between this war? Now that you need somebody to be there and talk with you, because Mike Brown ain't, he a soldier. Like, he want to really do because a lot of people don't give a fuck about their kids down. A lot of these men ain't stepping up. You see the mothers in the media, but you don't see the father, but Mike Brown, he still talk. So I respect that man, but at the same time, he can sign up for this. So he don't really know all it is to know about racism and the system of how it works. So he can need cats like me, cats that's really educated on it to come there to highlight these motherfuckers for him. You know what I mean? And, and, Stand tall with them. How they do? When they kill us, they stand with each other. But now, this is the thing, right? This racist argument—it's like they use the straight male, the straight black male, to pave the way, because he's the only one who gets respect for that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You talking all this white black bullshit? You know what I'm saying? He's the straight black male is the one who gets respect for saying that, and imprints it upon the other young males around him. What happened for him saying all this stuff here? Exposing what really happened? Murdered. The media gone, where everybody at? You know what I mean? So this Black Lives Matter shit, man. Y'all gotta do some research on these people and find out who they are, what they've done. And all the motherfucking tech they collected. Google just gave you motherfuckers $500,000. I kid you not, you can look it up right now. Where that money go? Who benefited from this besides them? And I ain't, I was like, I, like I said, I got people. I don't need no paper. I ain't put a GoFundMe up and put no money in my pocket yet. I ain't even took no grant money. I ain't doing no board. All these fucking fucking the board. What the fuck y'all doing? Y'all getting paid. And I think I don't know about you niggas out there. All you niggas in these boards getting paid five, ten grand a month, traveling the fucking world, speaking like y'all fucking have a community ain't doing shit for the community. You, you sell out motherfuckers. Y'all don't want, y'all made these motherfuckers who they are. We got blood, sweat, and tears in the streets for nothing. People just made lives. People lost their jobs, lost their homes. Cats in prison right now, going five, ten years behind Mike Brown. Mike Brown shit. This shit is real. And all you niggas wanted was a, was a couple of dollars. We couldn't change the fucking world. All you wanted was a fucking donation and a fucking a couple of Twitter followers. You niggas is pussies. I don't respect none of that shit. Like I said, I ain't getting, I ain't getting it for no money. First of all, I didn't even know you could make money off that type of shit. Like, I didn't even, I didn't know shit about the, 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 the soliciting grant fund shit. I ain't, I ain't no blue-collar criminal. Like, I don't think I have a day with some street shit. So, I don't know nothing about that. I came, I came out there strictly to talk about racism, educate people, let them know how we can come together and use our funds to, 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 to grow economically. 
that's the real way you, you, you beat racism by cutting off that motherfucker life. Like, we don't need y'all. We ain't giving y'all our money. That's my whole thing. But people want to know that. Everybody starts to ask an opportunity. Let me start an organization. Give me a look. Give me a couple grants. A couple grants. Start me a couple GoFundMe's. Do a tweet a little bit. And now they big shots. They travel in the world. Oh man, follow, follow all these motherfuckers on Twitter, man. Check check out what they doing, man. They they, they wilding, man. Like the dude Charles Wade, hey, he came here. This little roly poly looking motherfucker, he came here. And I got into it with him too, man. Everybody I'm talking about, they they can't stand me. Like Nada, I mean Nada, D Ray, they blocked me from Twitter. Charles Wade blocked me from Twitter. Alexis Bridge blocked me from Twitter. They hate my ass because I call them out. I'm taking your name all that. I'm saying your name. I'm not going to sneak this. All these other fuck ass niggas, they be talking that shit to me behind closed doors. Oh, yeah, bro. That ain't right. Yeah. But y'all bitch ass niggas spending next to him and put though. Why? Because it's, like it's like a whack rapper with a hit record. You know the trash, but you booming. But you don't want to call them niggas. You want to keep your tires. That's what they doing right now. They want to keep their tires with these motherfuckers because they pop. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care how many followers you got on this little book. It's a fraud. It's blood money. It's a listen to funds from a dead kid. I don't give a fuck how much money. How, how, how many 20 followers you got? How much money you got? I don't need you pussy. I got my own money. I know how to eat. I take care of my family. It's good over here. I don't need everybody Mike Brown said he fucks with me because he know like bro I'm good bro. You don't see me though, I wouldn't see me hurt. I ain't asking nobody for no dog. I'm getting mine. I ain't gonna use your son. I ain't gonna use y'all child. Hear how a real black man speaks. Hear how a real black man speaks. Where where we at? Where where my brother's at, yo? You know what I'm saying? Hear how a real black man speaks. God damn it. Thank God for damn receivers. That's no leverage. I'm going to use my voice. I was already trending. I was already trending on Facebook and all that shit. I was already thousands and thousands of likes and followers before Mike died. Mike Brown didn't, they didn't benefit me. If anything, I catch was actually, they coming at me. They thought I was on some bullshit. Like, man, look at this old street nigga, thug nigga. They laughing and shit. They, they thought I was on some, like, this nigga was selling drugs a couple years ago. Now he's doing this shit high, laughing at then I stay so consistent with it. I open their eyes to the shit. Now everybody, like, damn, I respect you. I fuck with you, bro. You a human. I think Paris time, man. You, you, you real deal with this shit. So I ain't come out there because I was gonna benefit from. I went out there because it was real. That, that, that was in my heart to do. But the only thing I did benefit from Mike Brown, I would say this: we cleaned up my image because people just saw me with just a street one. I was talking this shit, but people ain't see it, ain't get it until I put on. I don't know Mike Brown did to me, so I appreciate that. But I ain't making no money off Mike Brown. I wasn't soliciting funds. I wasn't none of that. You know what I mean? But yeah, Black Lives Matter campaign, zero, all these motherfuckers, man, they making millions of dollars. They ain't talking about no little chump change. They ain't talking about no petty money. It was petty shit. I still call them up, but it wouldn't be a big deal. Like, these motherfuckers is eating. Cars, houses. You know what I mean? They driving around in nice, nice vehicles. All out the back, Mike Brown's eyes. And this the long, this the long term effects of it. Cause they willing to keep selling our kids out every time they die for a little money. 
What's gonna stop these white folks, these cops? You know, what's gonna stop these people killing these babies? What's gonna stop them? Ain't no consequences for it. Get it. See, you ain't you ain't know what happened there with the whole Mike Brown situation. Mike Brown went for the dude's gun, dude had a response. You can't go for a man's spider one. You didn't understand that part at that time. I got, I got love for the family and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But young men, especially, I know how it is, man. You, you pointing the gun at me, yo, I'm going to retaliate. I don't give a fuck. Especially if you're young, I'm tired of your bullshit. You get programmed like that from young. You know what I'm saying? So, what happened was, they got the video camera. They got the video footage. That's all they wanted. That's all they wanted. They didn't care about nothing else. They didn't care about Mike Brown. They didn't care about his father. Nothing. Once they got video footage that they can work with, then they can start working. Right? That's all they care about. Now you're finding out that George Floyd's neck had no had no um, breakage, had no problems. It was fine. He had no blockage of, of airway. By the autopsy. These are the, yo, the people that killed Dameron Seals is the same people that tell you they don't like Candace Owens. The same coons that be talking this bullshit about how Herschel Walker is a coon and this person is a coon. The fucking race traitors. That's because a man has a, a different perspective than you and you can't beat him within a debate and he's exposing the corruption. You're going to not like him because he doesn't go with what mass media that's owned by Jews tells you? You fucking sellout? These niggas a little money. Yo, this is for the real men out there, yo. This is for the real men out there. This ain't for the little people who's scared and shit. Who's scared, who's scared to actually tell the truth. They can talk all that shit they want. You know, I ain't got to check your bitch. It's kind of obvious you can't check your bitch. I'm just let that slide. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your whole problem with your society. Nahum. Y'all ain't want to hear They ain't mad no more. All they know is a little paper. They don't really care about Mike Brown being baby. Look at Tamir Wright, 12 years old. They don't even talk about him. They don't give a fuck about that shit. Give them a little money, they don't shut the fuck up. Barack Obama sang Amazing Grace at Mike Brown's funeral, and right after held the LBGTQ party, man. You think these people give a fuck about you? These people calling for reparations, they gave a fuck about reparations, you would have gotten that shit. Furthermore, you got real close reparations with Trump, and y'all turned that shit down. And black people came on and said, if you ever vote for this shit, then we will never forgive you black men. Listen, listen to that. Us who they culling. Us who they killed Darren, Darren Seals. You know? They playing with, yo, this is for real men. We're going to have to stand up. And I'm not saying, like, we got to go in the streets and just start fighting random, you know, people based on anything. Standing up means, yo, don't come around me with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time to begin the war path, we actually got to go to war. But that's it, because y'all calling for this shit. Y'all calling for this shit. Oh, there got to be repercussions. Motherfucker, there got to be repercussions for you not being able to debate. You pussy. 
I tell you about going to the corporation, you say, oh, you don't agree with that? And these men let the woman lead. Untethered woman who will not choose them. When the white folks realize that, they still cash it out. Why do you think in the streets of Ferguson no more? Where the fire go? Where the passion go? Where the pain go? Where the anger go? Money. That's where it went. So all I'm going to say is keep your kids away from these type of people. They vote you. They leech you. Your dad had your kids out there protesting, burning shit up, thinking they're doing, doing something. Next thing you know, your people's in prison or, or in jail fighting a fucking case and they ain't losing none of that fucking money to help them. Even Tyler Kuali, a lot of people look at him as a conscious rapper and a real dude. And I, I talked to him. I mean, he come off as somebody who like humble and soft-spoken. I don't really trust that though because a lot of soft niggas use that shit as a, as a, as a, as a, as a you know, they, they just say you're going to beat their ass.
but it was out of town if they came and hurt. Took the whole shit, all the money, and the local motherfuckers gave them any money, man. They fucking got a couple thousand, you know what I mean? They ended up turning on each other, falling out and shit, on petty money. While these motherfuckers in the always get the big checks, the niggas are still working. So, they're using this shit, man. It, it could have been beautiful, man, but they fucked that up. We still could do it, but we would have that shit right now. A lot of people don't know this. People think like, you know, Black Lives Matter is so clever because it's like, because it's like, all right, it's like, all right, this shit catchy, it's trending. People didn't know there was an organization. People didn't know there was like real people behind this shit. They just thought it was a, like a saying, like a hashtag. Nah, it's just, it's more to it than just that. Like, this is, this is like, it's big business. It's big business. A lot of money in this shit. Well, man, money at the root of all evil. Being broke is the root of all evil. White supremacy is the root of all evil in this country. Money don't mean shit, man. Like, that's a piece of paper, man. That shit ain't shit, man. Power. A lot, of, a lot of black people got money, man, but they don't got no power. They don't know how to use it. That's why the government, they're going to war every year, taking resources, land, gold, oil. That's the real shit right there. They love, they love money, man. We the only ones that caught up on money, man. Them white folks, they know what they're doing. They on the, they on the power trip. They making us like Hunger Games, and they made the top evil, and we at the bottom just killing each other over bullshit. Money, power, respect. Our dollar fight only worth like 13 cents. That's what niggas don't know. But our money ain't worth shit. In a minute, it ain't gonna be worth no money at all. Motherfucker. That's why you pull up, man. I'm uh, like right around the corner. Yeah, gotta pick moms up. You know how that go. She getting better, though. Mom's been going through some shit, man. It's dialysis, man. I gotta eat healthy, take care of your, take care of your health, man. My mom ain't even know to be on that. My mom's like, what are you, seven? Yeah, my mom's 47 years old, went dialysis. That's just a lot of that shit. It's gonna be alright, though, but I'm just saying, like, take care of yourself. That shit real. Urban League. Man, Urban League. All oh, them broad motherfuckers. What have Urban League did for niggas in all these years? They should take Mike Brown down. Niggas wilding out. Burning the whole city down twice in one year. Let them to actually do some shit. But y'all been getting grant money all these fucking years. Man, fuck all Urban League. Fuck NAACP, all oh, that bullshit, man. It's the old, I was the old, end was the new. We need grassroots organizations from the people in the community. People who generally give a fuck. People who from the struggle. You know, and people have no leadership. Leadership don't come from Yale, Princeton. Leadership don't come from Harvard. They ain't been through this shit. Huey Newton was a gangster. Malcolm X was a pimp. 